Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting on top of the roof of my new apartment building next to a seagull and an old table that was left up here long ago. Here are the 36 questions to fall in love with Abby. In this mini-series, I explore the 36 questions to fall in love, a study by psychologist Arthur Aaron, popularized by the New York Times essay by Mandy Len Katrin, with six men I barely know. If you've never heard of the 36 questions, definitely go back and listen to the intro episode. You can find that in my podcast archive. Let's get to it. So if you're wondering why I've been so MIA, I actually just moved into my new apartment, which is really exciting. And I've just been super busy with that. And also my audio equipment broke for a hot sec, but I figured it out. So we're back. And um, yeah, here is the third set of Will and I's 36 questions to fall in love. So I hope you enjoy. Um, okay, make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling. We are both in it together. We're both super hot. <laughs> Boom. Boom. The, for the viewers, for the viewers that don't know, Abby is very attractive. And uh, I work out every day, so that like works out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We are both in this room feeling like we're having a fun time. Yeah. You know, like this has been a success, I feel like. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I got to know more about you. We... No, I don't know if we need to do three three each. I think we just oh, said three total. We statements like... Just we. We blank. We three kings of Orient I. Are? Orient are? I would say like we are both... People that like feeling our emotions and like being intuitive to other people's emotions. I like that. Um, complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share dot, dot, dot. Uh, a food. A food? <laughs> no. I was going to say $5 foot, foot long. I was going to say a hot dog. Like, that was my first <laughs> well, one. So Okay, we're on the same page there. Um. But like if we're talking about more like deeper aspects, experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like sharing experiences. Yeah, I'd want I wish I had someone with whom I could like there are a lot of things that I want to go do, but I feel like as a woman that isn't very imposing, I feel scared to do them on my own. Like to travel to certain places on my own or just it's always in the back of my mind like something could happen. And I think that it would be so fun to do that with someone. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that experiences are less valuable when they're not shared with someone. Like, think of an mm-hmm. experience of your past that you did alone that just, what kind of 
get further and further away and it's just going to be something that you didn't get to share this with someone else you know yeah I feel like a lot of my most treasured memories involve being with like the memory includes other people and the things I just did by myself I don't remember as well yeah all your memories tend to like be shared experiences uh, Mm -hmm. for sure if you were going to become a close friend with your partner please share what would be important for him or her to know should we pause it and think about this one? Yeah. All right, we're back. Um, well, so the question was, if you were going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. For me, I think it would be that nothing is, like, no ask is too big. Or, like, no, but also no thing is too small. Like, I want to be there no matter what. Like your partner's emotions are valid, even yeah. if you think it's like a small thing. Exactly. That's really important, Abby. Like, yeah, or, uh, like emotions, a question. If you just want to go to some do something random because you just wanted to do it, and like on a whim, I wouldn't want them. I wouldn't want my partner to feel like it's stupid or whatever. Like I wasn't going to be down to do it. Yeah. So does this tie with like emotional validation or? Yeah, I feel like mine would be if you come to me with an issue and it's important to I want you to feel comfortable to come with me with that issue. And I want to let you know that I'm going to respond with compassion and empathy and a sense of understanding of where you're coming from. If, if needed, I would compromise on something and just figure out how to make things work, you know, in an issue. Mm hmm. Tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time. Say things that you might not say to someone you've just met. I just love how you can like read my emotions and provide that like secure, calm feeling. I love your intuition. You're so fucking smart too. Thank you. Um, I love how you are not afraid. You're not afraid to be vulnerable. You gotta be. Yeah. That's the whole point of this whole podcast. Um, but I, I feel like you really listen, too. Like you're not distracted. That's because you're important. <laughs> and I really like the fact that you have empathy. These are important values to me. Thank you. I try, I, I try to bring them. And if I'm ever, like, in a place and I don't bring that or for any reason just let me know Mm -hmm. please don't i like how you're real i i i think you noticed at first i was like i really want to foster an environment where this person can feel comfortable talking to me about things Mm -hmm. share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life i like this question (laughs) it's a fun one yeah it's it's more fun it's like okay we're so heavy before um i have a couple I have a good middle school story of like okay. something embarrassing. So I remember being in class and uh, peeing my pants. I, I took my sweater off and I pretended to be a sumo wrestler. I'm like, I'm dressing like a sumo wrestler. This is like third, fourth grade. Ingenious. What was I going to do? You know what? The teacher realized it <laughs> went to the nurse's office because I'm not fooling anybody, especially not adults. <laughs> so then like my mom had to come with another change of pants. 
Abby's walking toward the door now. She <laughs> is exiting. Left. She's I'm left. Not, I'm I'm out. The podcast is <laughs> over. Um, I would say oh, a really embarrassing moment was when I was in high school. I was doing this like program at USC for architecture, and it was between it was the summer between my sophomore and junior year of high school. So I was like sixteen, and um, I was dating this guy at, in the program. But we'd been dating for like two weeks kind of thing. Like we would just make out. And um, he was really into going to the gym. So we went to the USC gym. And I was like, I had been running a lot recently at that point. So I went on the treadmill super confidently. And he was like standing to the side lifting weights. And I felt super cool. And I was like, I'm with this guy in this college um, USC gym. And all these other college students are around me. And then suddenly, like, everything went blank. And I fell off the treadmill. And I don't know what happened. Like, I, I think I fell asleep or something. Like, I just fully left my body. And I fell off the treadmill. And everyone looked at me. And they were like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was fine. But the guy was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you fell off a treadmill? So, for a while after that, I was afraid. Did he ask if you were okay? Um, like, it was more... Yeah, yeah. It was more like the people, like the college students who were around me were really shook and they were like, oh my God, are you are you okay? Was the guy's first reaction to ask you if you were okay or was it... I don't remember. My first reaction would be laughter and then ask you if yeah, you're okay. That's good. That's well, depending how bad the fall is. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. I was fine. I think I just fell asleep for like a second oh, and then nice. um, came to and then I didn't go on a treadmill for a while after that little afraid when did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself uh i can go if you want yeah yeah um when i was playing bass for the church today really a lot of people are hurting like the the person who runs it talks to homeless and asks like god to bless them and things like that um but a lot of people were crying, you know? It seems like a very emotional time for the world right now. I was talking about this with people today, and I, I don't know if you, have you been feeling like people are generally more emotional this month? This month? Or generally just in this time right now? I feel like people have been more um, quick to offer sympathy right and be empathetic absolutely right because everyone kind of knows we're in this together yeah but to answer the question church today there were just so many people hurting that while i was playing i got a little choked up i'm not like tears streaming um when was the last time abby is like stone cold steve austin (laughs) probably um it's probably after or during my last therapy session (laughs) Um, yeah. Therapy. What? When did? Yeah. I go every week. Uh, therapy is amazing. I love yes. it so much. Hey, everyone should go to therapy. I don't know if it's recording, but <laughs> everyone should go to therapy. Yeah, everyone should go to therapy. My mom's a therapist, so I grew up. You know, when you told me that, that was like kind of hot. Really? Yeah, I thought that was super hot. I was like, this girl knows how to manage her emotion. Yeah. I try at least. 
<laughs> I'm still learning. Um, we all are. It's, it's always a process, you know? Yeah. I feel like lately, like the past month or so, every time I've done like therapy, I'll just end up crying by the end. <laughs> but that's good. It means I'm working through stuff. Yeah, it means you're processing things. And yeah, if you weren't feeling anything, that would be a problem. Right. If you were ending, which that happened to me when I started therapy like a long time ago. I wasn't really opening up. You know? Yeah, same. And it was just like, it's I'm supposed to. waste of time. <laughs> Where you kind of like, why should I open up to this person who I don't know at all? Yeah, who's not going to... It's a really weird relationship when like you are supposed to open up and tell them everything and all your deepest, darkest secrets. Then they don't give anything back to you. Like, I want to do the reciprocal thing. Like, oh, and so what about you? But they can't do that. Yeah, so that... It's all about you. Because if they have that vulnerability, then you feel more comfortable being vulnerable to them. That kind yeah. of thing. Which is why this whole podcast, that's that's mm. the thesis of the podcast. Ah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It feels like when you're watching a movie and they say the title of the movie in the movie right now. That feels like this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, tell your partner something that you like about them already. Didn't we do this with the five questions? Yeah. I think a lot of the questions are like just like just tell the partner what you like about yeah maybe it's because like later on they'll feel more vulnerable to like say one of the more in-depth ones maybe that's kind of a psychological yeah. thing with how it's worded yeah like it gets deeper hmm. i'm gonna stick with like the emotional intuition stuff hey i like that you go to therapy i think that's awesome yeah thank you i like that you like therapy yeah i like that you are on board with that and then, and you feel things, but you don't like put your feelings on other people. No like way. You can't carry do that. It. Yeah. To put that weight on people, that, should, that just would just be rude, I think. Yeah. Okay. What if anything is too serious to be joked about? I don't, I don't. What's too serious to be joked about? Yeah. Rape. Thank you. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I don't find it funny and I I mean, obviously, it's not funny. It's not a funny thing. Yeah. Who makes rape jokes? I don't know. Never make like, a rape why, joke. Why is that a thing? And I don't find it funny to make light of any abuse or assault to anyone. As long as we're seeing things that, like, aren't funny, especially, like, jokes that are, like, either racial or gender related is, like, yeah. a huge, like, I don't want this person in my life. It's a cheap trick. Or it's, it's, a, it's a cheap... Um, when you try to be funny by like using racial stereotypes, it's yeah. just like that's so low. I see this it's probably like you'll be talking to someone at a bar and they'll like make a joke that's like, well, women are always like that or like yeah, something yeah. like that. And then I'll be like, I need to, oh man, I got to go to something. Right. I'm running late. Yeah. It's like whenever anyone says females, that's just an automatic. Nope. <laughs> I used to have like a fucking band rehearsal with this guy who was like a covid non-believer and I, I knew it was like i definitely need to get out when he was like i'll play that and it'll get me some ethnic girls and i'm like what oh, god i was like the fuck um i'm so happy that i don't have anyone in my life like that currently this is an intense one not that they all haven't been intense but if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone what would you most regret not having told someone why haven't you told them yet? I've already told like 
my parents about like the boarding school like it's cool like I understand like this is how it had to play out so it wouldn't be like anything related to that do you have one yet no no okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess I I would regret not telling all my friends that I love them enough it's a hard thing to just like straight up be like I love you to like a friend or something you know Mm-hmm. Like the reasons, specific reasons why you appreciate and love them? Yeah. Like the regret isn't going to come from like something on the eye self, but it's like, it's got to come. Yeah. Like I don't have like a, a supportive deep, thing. dark yeah. secret, like I murdered yeah. someone or. I just would want to tell people that I love them more, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I should probably do that. Yeah. I shouldn't be scared to do that. I should. Yeah. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be? Well, sorry, what did you even say? I, I... Also, I love and appreciate you. Really? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> In light of like the last question. You do. My first instinct is to save my guitar and photos. Although it's at this point, it's like your photos are on your phone. Most of the the things, most of the photos and things that I really, really like care about keeping are on my computer. I would save my computer. Yeah. Straight (laughs) up. Like it's gotta be the computer. It's gotta be the computer. It feels shallow to be like my computer. No way. It's got so much of your information. Yeah. My computer and then my hard drive with like the other stuff on it. Oh, you have a hard drive? Yeah. Cool. The is it that like orange one? No. The lacy? No, it's not the lacy drive. What what is it? Um it's just like a one terabyte cool. silver drive. Yeah, so we both agree computer. Computer, no brainer. Not everything. Um, okay. Of all the people in your family whose death would you find most disturbing? Why? Should we guess each other's or should we say each other's? Uh we can guess each other's. Uh, you, you have a sister, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have an older sister. Yeah. I think it would probably be your sister because she's younger and. She's older. No, I mean like younger than your parents. Oh. Like that would just be way more out of the blue. I guess it would kind of be my dad because he holds a family together. Sister would be very shocking. Man, that would be pretty traumatic. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. What about you? For me, it would be my sister because the same, it would be shocking. Like there's no reason. It would just be like out of the blue, a freak accident. It would be the same thing for my parents, but like at least with my sister, it would be really, really disturbing because it's like she's, she's 28. Like that would just be so fucked up. (laughs) She couldn't be able to experience all these things in life. You know, it's like, Fuck. That's what hits me first whenever you hear of like a young person committing suicide or dying. It's yeah. always like 16 year old or something. Or yeah, like, they're just so young. They didn't even know. Like mm-hmm. Their brain ima- wasn't fully formed. Imagine like what you've learned since 16 and the things you've gotten to experience. Sorry, I got emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also... Ask your partner to reflect back on you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you've chosen. 
Um, <laughs> I'm gonna like take a, a departure from the really intense stuff. Um, what do you think I should do? We've been talking a little bit about furniture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like moving for the listeners and problem is like where do I start with finding furniture and then purchasing it what would you do what did you do because you just moved <laughs> I, I talked to my crazy mom who has way too much energy and then she friggin flew over here with no return flight and I had to like leave work early every day because she's like we're going over to Oxnard this furniture so i like would drive her like an hour anyway for your problem personally to abby here i would um since you have the skills to do this i would plan out your apartment and in the like, sims yeah and draw out <laughs> what you need to reach the end i would think about the end but then also oh sorry begin with the end in mind begin that with the end in mind that okay. said. you know like how what do i want it's really hard because one piece of furniture determines the next, right? Yeah. I have to start in chunks. Well, like, what are the pieces small. that are going to bring together the room? Carpet, couch. Um, I already have the art. Yeah. A little sideboard, maybe? <laughs> I like the car. Like, your taste is better than mine. <laughs> While you might want to wait for things to arrive to see how it looks and then try something else, I think that would be hard because it's going to take so long for things to get here. Okay, your turn. This person I met, like, when I first moved here, and, um, you know me, I'm friendly, so played music a couple times. Some things in my head, I'm like, this person just becomes too much about music, doesn't really see the other person's outlook that much. And as a friend, I kind of, like, told him, like, hey, man, maybe you should just... Like, imagine where the other person's coming from in some situations. And I mentioned this to him when I saw him doing it with a lot of other people. He moved from New York to L.A., and we had some mutual friends from Berklee College of Music. So um, over time, people from, like, Eat Drink Americano or, like, another bar would be like, what's his deal? So violin player comes to the open mic, plays a song with this guitar player. It's not very good. It's probably the worst one of the night. I mean, I'm never going to tell people who I'm not confiding in about this, but it was like 10 minutes of like the song that it's like, can, dude, everyone who is playing, like I've sent you stuff, people are like doing some, it's cool. Like I gave them the two songs, didn't even like, no vibe, like cool. And then I have to go to the Bjork show with you. So I have to leave at eight, which I told people and my dad's there. So I want to play music with my father who I never see and taught me music. So like near the end he didn't even sign the list or get there early he came like halfway through and he's like hey can i play a song just solo after you just and i'm like hey man i gotta make this bjork show so i gotta leave at eight but um i i, I was just fin gonna finish off the show with like two songs with my dad who i never get to see in this year and he got really moody with me even my dad was like uh, hey, you can play a song with us. And then he's like, no, I don't want to play a song with you. I want to play a song, uh, like, yada, yada. My dad's amazing. He just chooses not to react to this and we go play. Because you can react to someone or not. You can make that decision, you know? Is it cool? I'm get, being kind of lengthy with this. Is that all right? Yeah. Um, so, like, whenever someone brings a problem, like, 
gives attitude to you. You can choose to react or not. So my dad and I choose not to react. So we go play and then I go see the show with you. A, gr- a great evening. Um, later, he's, he must have just been like harboring on this moodiness and he doesn't like even explain it. So I'm having like a sausage with my friend at worst. And he comes up to like Donna and I and I'm like, hey, lovely seeing you the other day. He doesn't say anything to me. He just walks away. Like a moody little bitch. <laughs> and I'm like... That sounds like his I problem. Turn back, I turn back to Donna and I'm just like, dude, see, like, what was that? Hmm. Yeah, I would like not engage. Um, if he wants to come to the show, then I would continue being friendly and like nothing is... Like, you didn't do anything wrong. He's the one that's being pissy about it. He's a bitch. <laughs> like, why? What in his mind did I do wrong? Like, you clearly you explained. It's not like you were like, no, I'm gonna play now. Like, you had a clear reason, and you said I have to leave early, and I, your, and my dad is here, and he's not here very often, and I want to play with him. I like ran out of there. I was like, yeah. Ah. So I don't think you've done anything wrong. I think you were being friendly, and he was the one that chose to not be friendly. Yeah. So you just keep doing you take the high road. But when I see him, I'm not going to like have that underlying vibe. I'm just going to be super positive. If he wants to get over this and like be friends. Do you want to be friends? No. Yeah. See, then like if you don't want to be friends. All the time people are like, what's this person's deal? Yeah. Like then just don't be friends. Like don't engage. And I wouldn't even put the effort into being like, like pulling him aside next time you see him and saying what's up i would just keep being friendly and like you don't have to engage that's the end of the questions the end i want to do a little like wrap up a couple sentences on how we feel like that went um i feel like that went really well that went really well i'm really comfortable communicating with you and yeah uh, this is really fun i was able to like we were able to talk about more vulnerabilities and get to Mm -hmm. know each other better yeah i feel like i know you better and good yeah you know when you first approached me about this i was scared to make myself that vulnerable and then just thinking about it i was like this person's giving me an opportunity this is a very lucky thing you know i'm really glad that you you joined me and that's that's what opportunity is too opportunity is just when you get this little luck and you take it you know Mm -hmm. yeah you say yes yeah questions and answers um say yes people you never know what kind of opportunity is going to come your way if you liked this share it tell your friends get crazy with it also let me know what you thought also just wanted to give a shout out to people in ukraine hopefully things are gonna start getting better